Welcome back to the program. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord our God, I love you, I thank you, and I praise you for who you are and for all that you've done for us. And Lord, I ask that you would give us grace, give us mercy. I ask, Lord, that you would bless mothers, bless um, couples. Uh, and on, on Mother's Day, Lord, we just we pray for our mothers, those that have gone before us in faith. We pray, Lord, that they would be home with you in heaven. And Lord, if they're still undergoing purification and purgatory, we do pray for their quick and complete cleansing and release into heavenly glory. Lord, we thank you for the gift of family. We pray for those, Lord, whose families are broken, who those who are in difficult circumstances, those who struggle, Lord, to get through today. So Lord, May you, in your generosity, pour forth tender mercies, healing, Lord. Let your healing flow upon them. And we make this prayer in Jesus' holy name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, it's great to be with you today on the program. Um, I mentioned to you, well, that Mother's Day is coming up, and I'll, I'll get more around to that. But um, Angela Conley is my guest for the program today. I had the, the blessing of being able to interview her about her book, her new book, which is called The Crowded Table. What a great name, The Crowded Table. And it's on the gift of uh, being the mother of many. And uh, we have a chance to, to talk about the book quite a bit, um, but it's uh, made up of 52 stories of testimonies of women who talk about their journey of being mothers of many. And uh, it's, I, let me tell you, so I, having recorded the interview, it's beautiful. It's a powerful interview. I think you'll find it to be a great blessing. And um, it it does make me, it makes me, um, I don't know, the, the word isn't melancholy, but um, I, I, I think I, I wish I was more grateful for my mom. Uh, my One of my sisters sent some pictures in, uh, uh, shared them over a, a group text that we have with my siblings. And they included pictures of my mom as like a seven-year-old girl. And I had not seen many pictures of my mom as a really young girl because she spent the first six years of her life in uh, in Italy and then came to live outside of Boston after that. And so this was just probably a year after she moved there and just looking into her eyes, just thinking, she's my mother, and now she's gone home to heaven. And just how quickly life goes by and how we can just take people for granted and take our moms for granted. So I'm working hard to make sure that my kids do not do that uh, this Mother's Day. So anyhow, let's get around to, to welcoming Angela Conley to the program and, and dive in. I know that you're going to be blessed by this interview. So let's buckle up and let's Go right now to the interview with Angela Conley. I want to welcome to the program, Angela Conley. Angela, I, I've known you as a, a, a wife of Jack. I've known you as a mother of all these kiddos. I've known you as a, a, someone very, very active in the community of faith there, the Catholic uh, community in the state uh, of in Western Washington, especially in the Tacoma area. Um, recently, I interviewed you because of all of your work to address the homeless situation there in Western Washington. And now I'm having you on as an author of a book. Oh my goodness, Angela, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Tom. 
Thank you. I mean, I could say a lot about you too. What don't you do? That's my yeah. question. Yeah, we're, it's, it's uh, you know, it's like let's get stuff done, right? Let's that's let's right. get some stuff done. We don't have time to just sit around. So that's right. So you decided not to sit around. You decided instead to write a book. And the book is called "The Crowded Table: The Brave and Beautiful Choice." to mother many, the crowded table, the brave and beautiful choice to mother many. Now you wonder why, Angela, why would I have you on the program on Thursday, May the 5th? Why, why would that be a thing? Wow. It's How about just Mother's Day? The There's something in the air about mothers right now. <laughs> yep. And you know what it is, uh, Angela, right now there are a whole bunch of guys who are like, oh, Wait a minute. I, oh my goodness. Thank you for saying that out loud. I, I'm not going to mess this one up. I, in fact, I, I just had a family meeting without Carrie at it. And so wow. the six kiddos at home. A surprise? Like that's rock star. That's no, no. rock star husband to do a surprise. <laughs> Unfortunately, what it is, is guys, we completely failed on Valentine's Day. And we completely <laughs> failed on her birthday, which was a month uh, later. I said, redemption. It's, it's, re redemption. it's Easter season. Good. It is redemption. <laughs> we are not going to mess this one up. So guys get on it. I want, you know, so we're coming up with a very personal card, but they're going to personalize it with a photo or they're going to draw something just to get it started. Then my uh, Carrie's love language is acts of service. So Sunday, after we take her out for her little special thing, come back, it's going to be yard work without complaining. And, oh, and she know, gets to put her feet up. Oh, she just gets to just sit back and, you know, her little margarita, just looking yeah. over the, uh, oh, the backyard. <laughs> yes. That's um, a great idea. Well, you can't forget to include a very special little gift for Mother's Day. Well, I'm going to hit order. I'm going to go to walmart.com and I'm going to order her a book so she can be reading it on Mother's Day, The Crowded Table, The Brave and Beautiful Choice to Mother Many. Uh, and so, first of all, it's uh, it's not just you as the author. You're you're also an editor. You're someone who pulled together. So I'll let you describe what okay. the book is, and then I've got a hundred questions about about the book. Okay. Well, let me just start to say that you and Carrie are such inspirations, and you are living your life of parenting many out loud. And you do it with authenticity. You talk about the struggle and the challenge and the crazy, but you share the joy and the humor. And I mean, I, right now I can hear Carrie's laugh just going off in the, you know, in the back of the, the radio program that you guys and the, what you do together is so beautiful. So you guys are like the picture of what this book is all about. And I'm, um, there's so many um, moms and dads out there who, like myself and um, my husband, Jack, I mean, sometimes we feel like we're the only ones in the world. Um, we have nine children and culture doesn't always like understand that, that uh, reality, that lifestyle. Let's so, say that again. Culture doesn't always understand that. Is that a little <laughs> bit understated? Do you want to try, say that a little bit more, right? 
I, I'm, I think, I think so many more people would, I, I think there's intrigue in everyone. First of all, mm-hmm. I don't think, um, you know, okay. There's shock. There's the initial shock. When I say I have nine children, it's my fa- favorite thing to say, honestly, in life. Um, <laughs> and it's shock. Okay. Cause people are like, what? And then, um, and then it's intrigue. Because I just think that um, people just don't have the experience. They're not, it's not common. It's not familiar to them. And yet, I think there's a deep, deep down desire um, for community, for family, for village, and people ache for it. And yeah. You know, Angela, it's uh, it's a funny story. I'm sure you have a hundred of them. So we would make it a, a, a regular thing to go to the Puyallup Fair uh-huh. and our nine kiddos are spread over 12 years. And yes. so when we would show up at uh, the Puyallup Fair, I still remember it. I had a kid yeah. in the backpack. I had a kid yeah. in the front pack. I was pushing a stroller. Double stroller. It was a double, double stroller. And I had a third kid standing on the back uh, axle and I'm rolling this along and I just stopped for a minute. And I noticed there were some people standing there and I'm like, uh, can I help you? And they're like, well, what time is the next show? And, uh, <laughs> you know, you must be some kind of show. This can't be like a real thing, right? No, and but you're the circus show. It's, it's a honestly, spectacle, right? It's a spectacle. It's a, it is. It is. And yet there's such beauty in it. There's, it's so attractive in a, whether it's intrigue from people or um, just shock, but there's huge, um, attractiveness to this uncommon beauty. And so, yeah, like when we would go places, when my kids were all little, I would dress them alike. I love doing that. They hated it, but they, they didn't, they didn't argue too much, but it also helped me keep track of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kind <laughs> so of like Disneyland. Are, yeah. Yes. So this book, this book, what it is, it's, I just, you know, there's so many, incredible friends um out there who who have the stories of this lifestyle and they're amazing people to me mm-hmm. um one of the most in, i mean these women i can't wait for you all to meet these women there's 52 women who have contributed essays on the crowded table so um, most of them have large families um, there's also a spirit in them of welcome, of the value of every person. And they embrace that lifestyle. So what's interesting is um, several of the women have actually founded nonprofits, which makes perfect sense. Because when you have seven, eight, nine kids, why not start a nonprofit, right? <laughs> See, it's, it's the thing you and I are just talking about, though. There's no wasted time. You're so used to no wasted time, you know? So um, the, the proceeds from this book um, are all going to go to supporting uh, these nonprofits that support women and children, babies. Um, and then also, um, I am also sending some proceeds to Thomas Aquinas College. And that's because you know, it's my alma mater, but 13 of the women who wrote for this book also 
um, are graduates of classical curriculum schools, and they've actually um, helped start, you know, you, your heart is about classical curriculum. So this is, this is a village you are going to love all these, um, all these hilarious and profound stories um, from these people. And that, so I have to say, many are from Washington State. But they go beyond Washington State. Um, we, they're throughout the country, um, from DC to Idaho, um, all over the US, but also Nigeria, uh, Britain, Canada, and five incredible women from Guatemala, including the head of psychiatry in Guatemala City. And so they're just these glimpses of these modern day women and they're fascinating women because not only do they have these large families, many of them have their doctors, their lawyers, their winemakers, their um, homeschooling moms. There's just an array of their farmers. I mean, it's, it's incredible um, the diversity, their authors and editors, um, the editor, an editor of Catholic um, News and World Report. Um, the, it's just incredible sampling, but I have to say it's beautiful, not because of me, not because I did it beautifully, but I worked with, um, in Spiralit, which is the one who kind of made this, um, this beautiful lifestyle a reality for this uh, book. Let's, let me tell them again, the name of the book and where to buy it. You're talking okay. too enthusiastically. They want to know. So Angela Conley is my guest today. <laughs> She's been on my uh, program, I don't know, several times through the 15-ish years of yes. radio. But um, uh, the, today she's on as an author of The Crowded Table, The Brave and Beautiful Choice to Mother Many. And uh, Angela, um, I want to dive into the book now. I want to um, say you have 52 stories here of a, just a diverse set of women. And um, do you have, like, I, I was wondering, um, as, I, as I looked at these 52 stories, I was thinking, um, what's the overall goal, right? Because you talked about the spectacle that um, being a mother to many is and just sort of showing up, right? When you show up with your clan, all of a sudden, people just stop and look, and they wonder, and they, they wonder. So, um, uh, but there's also that sense of... Um, I think like uh, they're, they're drawn in and they're thinking, could that be me? So do you, did you have some specific goals in mind as you, uh, as you said, I'm going to put together these 52 stories? Um, I think um, being in the trenches of this lifestyle, um, my, my oldest is 33 now and my youngest is 14. And those are my only two girls. So seven boys in a row in between. Um, so many, many years of this being my call. I just have felt such um, an energy to share the beauty, to share the possibility, to um, share what I think is a hidden treasure. And also, it's so interesting. I see so many aches in our world that I think are... Um, effects of, of people not having a crowded table. So it's so interesting scientifically now the demographic, cri the demographic crisis that's happening all over the world. Um, 
There's a book out, What to Expect When No One's Expecting. Civilizations are not replacing their their, um, birth rates. So they're actually in huge crisis around the world. Elon Musk just came out saying people need to have more children because really um, cultures are going to actually die. There's, there's just not enough sustaining humans. Um, so it's fascinating time. And so I feel like there's just such um, a moment right now to, I think, and I also think an openness, I think there's an openness, a fertility out there in the world to look again at what if I had one more child or what, if, what is this whole thing of um, many children? And, but you see, you know, you see Joanna Gaines with Magnolia, she and Chip, they, they're uh, living it. And there's something very attractive about it, mm-hmm. you know? So um, here we have Amy Coney Barrett. We have, it's, there's, um, it's a moment, I think, to take a look and to share the beauty, share the joy, but also share the, the, the pain and the challenge and the chaos. But these women, um, who've shared their hearts in this book, they've been through everything. And I guess that's where hope lies. Uh-huh. No one has it all together. You're not ever going to have it all together. And hey, wait a minute. Have... Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. No, not minute. even you. <laughs> not, and, that, and that is the beauty. Yeah. Because we're vulnerable. Right. We don't have it all together. And we know it. We know we don't. Yes. Uh, so there's that you are, you're going out into the deep every single day. Yeah. That's again, that's Angela Conley. Angela, I want to encourage folks, you can buy her book, The Crowded Table, uh, on Amazon.com as well as on Walmart.com. So if you go onto either of those platforms and you just type in the book, the crowded table. You'll get uh, access to her book, where you can, you can still get it, guys. In time for Mother's Day, you have to overnight mail it, but it's worth it. Uh, a book for mothers about mothering. And uh, Angela, you do, and again, Amazon.com. Uh, I'll give that information out again. The crowded table by Angela Connolly, C-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y, C-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y, Angela Connolly. Um, Angela, you break up the book into different sections and the different sections have a theme uh, that is connected to it. And so with the time that we have, I'd love to be able to let you cherry pick out a story from the different sections, okay? So the first part is the hard and the holy. And I think that that's one of the things where um, people see a family with a lot of kids, they wonder, is it really hard? And what does hard look like? And so you have several stories there in that first section, uh, 11 of them. Uh, can you remember one that you'd just like to draw attention to? Um, they're all very profound and they're all different ways of hard. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, you know, I share my own story of hard. Um, in the book, in that first chapter, because the reason why I think is because um, some of the greatest beauty of a extended large family, a crowded table shows up 
in the hardest moments of our lives. It's in, it's in our dying times. It's in the crisis moments. And um, a big family can be the hands and feet that carry us, the hands and feet of Christ. So I, um, I, one of the stories is my own story of my first husband, John Siren, who got cancer. And in his third year of med school at UW, he, um, he went mm-hmm. to heaven. He passed away at 27 and we had two little children. And I have to say, it's been some of the most beautiful moments of my life. And he was the youngest of eight kids and watching his family surround him and carry us. And it, it just, it's so beautiful because it was so utterly having nothing left and God was there. God was there. So there, I go into more sharing about that. Another incredible story. Um, Karen Irwin is um, Karen Irwin, um, a journalist and a writer for the Tacoma News Tribune and and an editor. Um, she shares her story of her beautiful daughter Kate, um, who who passed away, and um, and just Kate was such a shining force. So here. You know, in in the 11 stories, you have the loss of a spouse and yet going forward, you have the loss of a child and yet her Karen's authentic, heartbreaking struggle to go forward. And it's over and over again in all these different ways. Um, they there's nothing that these um, these amazing uh, women have have not gone through and in it all they they share the joy and the gift of the big family and the crowded table yeah you know you mentioned there uh, angela about um in the hard times um having the community having the family having the kids around you is yeah. it, it it's so powerful right it, it's like god comes close um, the, the contrast, uh, one of the things that Carrie will point out is if we're watching a show, doesn't even matter what kind of show, and, and there's a loss, somebody dies, like almost without exception, they'll show the person mourning all by themselves. Like there's nobody there. And Carrie always just says, where's the family? Where's the family? Isn't there anybody around that person? And they, they seem to pro- portray like on television that somehow when you lose a loved one, you're just there by yourself. And um, I think that the testimony and testimonies that you're bringing forward in this book, The Crowded Table, of going through the hard can be the place where you encounter the holy Going through the hard can be the place where you come forward and experience the nearness of God in a way that you wouldn't have had you not gone through it. That that's something that you can't just, um, you can't just make that up, right? You have to go through it to really get it. Um, it's all, it's, uh, I've heard it said this way, that um, experiencing, um, a, uh, experiencing a life without difficulties and, and, and uh, challenges and, and suffering is less of a blessing than experiencing a life with challenges and suffering. 
and trials. Uh, because it's there where God breaks in. God takes over. God says, let me be your loving father. Yes. And then he equips us. And then he equips us in those very ways that we have suffered. And, um, and then, yeah, it's through our wounds that we're equipped to, to go forward. So this book is not a book of perfect parents. It's not a book of how to, how to do everything right. It's a beautiful um, polyphonic music that has all these notes being played, which is like a big family, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, and so I think what emerges is um, hope and joy. And, and that is found in the deep. Yeah. It's not in a it's not when everything is under complete control. It is, you know, the seed needs to be broken open. The seed needs to be broken open in order for there to be life. And and so I think that's one of the great beauties about what we're we're called to this. And um and so it's just it's I think it's just also what I love is the community of women like sisters sisters that um that you just feel like oh my gosh you, you feel like they're your soulmates they're um they're living the life even though you know uh they're all it's all different they're so diverse so angela again i'm talking with angela conley and men if you're listening to me this is a gift for mother's day it's a gift you don't want to miss out on it's a gift for those of you that have that are mothers of many and those of you that uh, may be married to someone and you're like, you know what, maybe we need to hear these stories to encourage us to be open, to have that sense of generosity and being open to life. Um, because that, uh, how many times have we heard, oh, by the way, so again, the book is called The Crowded Table. It's by Angela Conley. You can get it on amazon.com. You can get it at walmart.com and uh, just type in The Crowded Table. The Brave and Beautiful Choice to Mother Many. And um, uh, Angela, I think one of the things that um, Carrie would hear often when she shows up in a store with not even everybody, just like four kids, and they'll say, I can't believe you have four kids. And then the kids, <laughs> the kids flex. The kids are like, oh, yeah, we're not even half of us are here. They love that, I'll tell you. Um, but there's that like jaw dropping open and that how do you do it? So... Um, would women who are wondering about, should I be open to another child, one more child, uh, to, to be the mother of many, um, will they, um, what, what kind of encouragement will they get in reading this book? I'm thinking of like part two, where you have home, where our stories begin. Um, yeah. Many stories of women in there about um, what, what's a home like that is open to uh to, to many children, open to life, even to beyond our own controlling how many children we have. Yes. Um, I actually think there's many spinoffs to this book. <laughs> and that might be the second one that, that comes out is the one you just mentioned, because we need to get Carrie to write for this. Okay. <laughs> I, there's so many women. We need to have their, them share their hearts and, um, and, and their wisdom. So yes, there's all sorts of, it's so interesting gleaning ideas and tricks and hacks of how to do things practically. Um, 
and it makes it all possible. Um, it it's so interesting, you know, the fifteen passenger van, right? Yeah. I mean, how many years did you guys drive a fifteen passenger van? So I'll tell you what, we settled for the twelve passenger van. Okay. Okay. So, but yeah. it was. There was, uh, I actually marked the year that we outgrew minivans, which was so oh funny, my, you know, totally. yeah, totally. It was 2006, December of 2006, <laughs> we officially surpassed He's the ability. So in January of 2007, I got, I had to go online and I had to find and, and go buy it. And the funny thing was when I went to the, the dealership in Puyallup, yeah. Um, I showed up because uh, I had already t- negotiated it on the phone. I went down and he said, so he said, is, is this for a church? Right. <laughs> I said, right. well, a domestic church. And then the uh, lady that was trying to sell me like some kind of extended warranty, she said, is this for a youth group? And it was like the <laughs> idea of a 12 passenger <laughs> van, a 15. Isn't that funny? Yes. Yeah. No, I know. Because nothing else fits. Yeah. So so we we actually did the 15 passenger van, but took out the very last row. So it was 12 seats, but we had a little storage there for all their backpacks or whatever um, in the back. But it's it is it's you're you're living um, a life of community. It's a it's a it's a bigger community when you have all those children. But now it's so interesting. So I think you know many many people say it when you have three, that's kind of a very hard transition to get to three. But then after that, you're in a mode and the older ones start helping. And so there's so many stories about um, how that also and happens. And then our kids like, well, Krista Linden's uh, little story, I thought was just a glimpse. So, so Krista is one of the women who wrote and she started step by step. And I don't know if you're familiar with Step by Step, but it is a statewide program for women who are pregnant or with little ones, and they do job training. And um, so Farm 12 is a beautiful event space and restaurant. Um, So Step by Step and Krista Linden um, founded Farm 12 to, to do job training for these young moms. So. Krista has seven daughters in a row and they're all just absolutely beautiful. Well, one of her daughters uh, had to go to some sort of conference. So I think she was like 14 years old. She booked the trip. She made all the arrangements, including getting her ride home from the airport. And I'm like, yeah, that's what happens to our kids. They're so independent and they almost like they're so autonomous. Yeah. from having this experience. So that's another beautiful thing. You just, you hear the true stories of the very positive effects it has on your kids as being part of this ecosystem of the big family. But here's the other thing. It talks, this book also shares how it can be very good for, um, so as a woman, we're, we're given messages that having children is not like in our best interest, right? Um, either health or mental or whatever, whatever way. And this science that's also comes out in this book is absolutely the opposite of that. There are so many scientifically proven um, benefits to health 
and happiness for women who have uh, many children. And so it, I love the fact that it, it, you know, nature and grace, right? Nature and grace. And, um, and there's so, it's like when you're nursing a baby, there's so many positive effects that come back to you. It's the whole thing with parenting. Well, you know, I, again, I'm talking with Angela Conley. Please, I'm encouraging you all, not only men, but women, uh, get yes. yourself a Mother's Day gift. Uh, the yes. Crowded Table, right? The, the Brave and yes. Beautiful Choice to Mother Many. You can get it on Amazon.com. Order it today. You can uh, do the special effort to just get it overnight mailed or get it second day delivery. Get it there in time for Mother's Day and you can enjoy it. You can just read that book while you're enjoying, hopefully, a sunny day. And uh, enjoying just being pampered and treated as a mom. Get it for the moms in your life. Uh, the Crowded Table. It's by Angela Conley. C-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y. C-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y. Angela Conley, the mother of many herself. And we have strategized through the years of, um, of arranged marriages because uh, oh. I've got the seven girls and the two boys and you've got the yeah. seven boys and the two girls. But it's not going to happen until you move this way, Angela. So, are you, so you guys, you guys are just going to have to come over, yeah. and um, we'll we'll like go boating, and right. and that could be magic. Okay, there we go. So when you there come we... over, I'm, it's so funny. It will happen somehow. You know, God's will. We just God, have to. God's we plan have to set and... the table, Tom. There it is. And mom's nudging, table. right? The, the nudging of moms, right? So. <laughs> I, and I just wanted to share a few other, you know, there's like Vanessa Poggi. So she wrote for the book and she's this amazing uh, woman here in the South Puget Sound whose son is the newly ordained Father Kyle Poggi. I don't know oh, if you've wow. met him yet. He's delightful. Um, there's Anna Skillman wrote for the book. Do you know Anna Skillman? I do very well. Yes, Anna and Joe, great couple. There's just so many um, wonderful people that many of, of your listeners will know as well. So, um, so I would just encourage that. The other thing is it goes way beyond Mother's Day. This book is about community. It's a transcendent call to women and men to open our hearts, to go into the deep, to trust, to know that grace will flow. And um, sometimes we don't know how um, it's going to happen. And those are especially the times where God shows up. And so I think, um, I just think, well, I'd love to invite all of you listeners out there to come to the May 21st book launch community party. Yes. It's over at McDuff's at the Highlands golf course in Tacoma, which is over by the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. But um, there's going to be some of these, uh, some of the women are there sharing their stories. And um, we're going to have some of the nonprofits there that the book proceeds go to. Um, but, and also I just got word that uh, one of the newspapers is going to be there. So the word is getting out about um, this kind of unique book, but it's, I just want to say it's, it's not just for women, mm -hmm. it's for men. And so many already, you know, it, it sold out of stock. 
Um, and so that's, it's, they're printing more and it's supposed, to, and so that should not, that should not discourage anyone. If you go onto Amazon right now, um, it says it's out of stock, but it's, I'm told it should be any day now and you can still place your order now. Yeah. But, um, I, and I, you know, I went on yesterday to buy it and it was out of stock. So yes, <laughs> I know how cool um, is that? I think that is so beautiful. Yeah. It's crazy. See, it's the intrigue. It's the, it's the, but we embrace the crazy. We're yeah. okay. So here's the thing, a couple of, just a couple of thoughts. I want you to reflect on them. And again, bring up a story from the, from the book, The Crowded Table um, that you think relates or, or helps jump into it. So one of the gifts that, you know, they say the greatest gift that God gives a husband and a wife is a child. And the greatest gift that parents give to a child is a sibling, a brother or a sister. And I can say that that's true. That is so true in Carrie in my life um, through all the roller coaster rides that we've had in terms of children. And um, um, one of the incredible gifts that we see is the way the kids love each other. And it's the way that they learn because there's many kids in a row, short, you know, 14 months apart, um, that they learn to they learn to get the attention off themselves. They're not going to always be the center of attention. They're not always going to be the one with the point of focus. They're going to learn to serve, to defer, to celebrate, to, to lift up, to welcome in. Um, and, and it's happening in the home. It's happening in the home where the kids um, really learn about love. They really learn about love as self-giving. So giving of time, effort, energy, focus, attention um, in a way that's going to be patient and kind, right? All of that stuff gets, yes. that's like the furnace of the family. Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, there's, there's so many stories that speak to that message. And um, in this book, um, two that, I, that just pop into my head um, are two beautiful stories. Um, one is um, Dr. Manola Sakaida. She's a dentist. She's a mom of eight kids. Um, her husband is Dr. Sakaida, who Tony Sakaida, who's a cardiologist here in Tacoma. Um, so they have an amazing family. Do you? I don't know if you know their family, Tom. I'm but not sure you'll, if I do. You you'll, you need to get to know them. Um, okay. They're wonderful, and um, they had. Um, they were pregnant um, with, um, I think, their um, seventh, sixth child, and um, the her name is Paulina. And when she was born, um, they discovered at the time that um, there were many challenges that she was facing, and it was an incredible. Um, just outpouring of love from all of the children in all the different ways. And Manola talks about how that has impacted her own children and their patience in their understanding when they see other people who um, have challenges, they, they get it. They understand it. They have compassion. They have empathy on a whole level that um, is just part of their fabric. Mm -hmm. And Heather um, Salvador, um, again, they, they have 10 children. Her husband 
um, was one of the commanders up over at JBLM. And um, they have a special needs child. And again, you see just all of, in each their own capacities, each in their own ways, that the person, the child with the challenges becomes in some ways the heart, the core. And everyone else learns so much and just naturally um, responds. So, so along with what you're saying, um, I think of Megan McDaniel, who is a social worker and her amazing family. Um, she and Megan and Tim, their family, um, they wanted a big family. They had two biological children and then they and she talks about her struggles with infertility, mm-hmm. um, which is a very real struggle. Um, they had three children through adoption. And um, it's a beautiful story of, of just how the oneness that has come from all of the children, how God designed each child to be in their family in the different paths. And then they ended up having a sixth child biologically. So it's just so interesting. It's like those challenges that are there, they teach, they just, they're part of the um, education of the dignity of the human person in a way when it is your brother or your sister that is being marginalized or bullied or considered other, you have a whole different sense of the value and dignity of each person, no matter what. Yeah, it's Angela Conley. It's a beautiful point, Angela. Um, I love what you're saying, and I think it's so true. Um, a number of those challenges and situations have things that have marked our life, Carrie, in my life uh, in terms of parenting. Um, and so uh, these are sort of unexpected gifts that flow from being open to life and saying, God, you're going to bring together our family. That was one of the things that we came to Uh, In the early years of our marriage, when we struggled with infertility and then miscarriages, was that, you know what, the Lord, he's the one who's going to uh, shape and mold our family in the way that he brings it about, whether it's through natural childbirth or adoption, whether it's children that are uh, here on earth with us or children that have gone before us in faith to be with the Lord. It's the Lord who shapes and molds our family. Uh, and so, like, I think about just that reality of uh, miscarriage, and it, it it's one of the things that made us um, have that greater sense of this isn't home, this isn't our final destination, and that um, part of our heart is already before us in heaven, like waiting for the day that we'll be with our kiddos in heaven that we never saw on earth, and simultaneously, the reality that I can make my kids proud who are in heaven in ways that even the kids on earth will never see because the kids in heaven see everything. And so just that. And they don't argue of, back. <laughs> amen. Thank you for lifting the, uh, the making it a little lighter here. 
In fact, I love the fact that one of the parts of your book, uh, Angela, again, the book is called The Crowded Table, folks. Go to amazon.com, walmart.com. You can order the book there, not only for Mother's Day, but a great opportunity. Guys, don't fall short. This is a big deal. Um, by Angela Conley, C-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y, Angela Conley. Angela, you have a, a section in here called Joy in the Chaos. I just smiled immediately <laughs> because there is chaos, but there's a way in which the, uh, yeah, there's increased chaos, but the joy is magnified even in, in greater ways. Um, but yes, like people say, isn't that a lot of work? And the answer is yes, it's additional work but it is exponentially more joyful. It's additional work, yeah. but it is exponential increase in joy. Am I, is that too strong? No, I, and I think that applies to every situation way beyond um, motherhood. Mm-hmm. I think, I think uh, when we're climbing a mountain versus just walking along, you know, there, it, yes, it, it takes more outpouring, but when we, when we expel our energy and our effort and our commitment and our life, it empties us in a way that increases our capacity, I think, to, to take in. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there is, and I think, you know, I think of all the spiritual mothers and fathers of, you know, we're talking about vocation here and, um, we think of, you know, all of our kids too. We want them all to say yes to God in whatever way God wants to call them. We want them to say yes. And it's a matter of laying their lives down. Um, I have a son getting ready to go to West Point in a month. We're flying to New York with him. He has a call on his heart to, to give his life to this, for this country, you know, to do what he can to serve, um, this country because he feels it's a call. Um, you know, if when our if if you discern the priesthood, right? All these um all we're all called to lay our lives down completely in one way or another. And there is the joy. That's where that's where the joy is. So it's interesting whether you know, I just see so many spiritual mothers, spiritual fathers out there who um who have all these different vocations. This book, this book, The Crowded Table is about saying yes to God in whatever way God's calling you. It's not just biological family. Mm-hmm. It's saying yes to welcoming the stranger, welcoming everyone to the table um, that you're called to. Well, and Angela, I would say, um, I would say, but there's a way in which that's say and, and it's uh-huh. raising up in a powerful way through the stories of the lived experience of, of women who are mothers of many, yes. that this is a gem. This is a pearl of great price. This is a treasure. Yes. This is something to be exalted. And it's not going to be typically exalted and lifted up. It's not going to e- easily often be promoted and advanced in, in our culture today, or even in the church today, how often do you hear encouragements to be generously open to life and you will never regret it, but you will be forever grateful for it. I mean, what a simple message. I said it in one sentence, but have you ever heard it? Right? No, no yeah. it's, here's the deal. I don't think, 
that there's many other books like this one out there mm-hmm. where women are having a platform for their voices to be heard who make these choices, who yes. make choices for family, for life. And, and yet I have to say, it's, I feel so spoiled. I feel like it's not fair. There's so much joy. There's so much, um, it's surrender um, to joy is what it is. Mm-hmm. And now, now, you know, my family's at an age where we have four at home still. Um, but that's also, you know, that's dwindling year by year. And now we have five, we're expecting our fifth granddaughter, which is so funny after seven boys. boys. And, but I have to say that I, this world, this life is so full of joy and it's because it's so Mm -hmm. full of people. It's constantly exciting. It's constantly an adventure. Mm -hmm. It is never boring and it's so fulfilling. It's so fulfilling. And, and um, I'm not saying. Okay. So here's the thing, Angela, it's what? It's fulfilling and it's exhausting, but there's a way in which the pouring out is fulfilling. And that's the mystery. That's, you see, we live in a, we live in a time and it's probably not atypical. We live in a time that says, if you want to be fulfilled, seek to be filled. That's the world. If you want to be fulfilled, seek to be filled. We live in the light of our Catholic Christian faith, following after Jesus Christ, who says, if you want to be fulfilled, seek to be emptied, seek to pour yourself out. And that's going to involve the cross, right? But that's the path to the deepest, most satisfying, joyful fulfillment. It comes through pouring out. Now, with that said, it's still exhausting, it's still exhausting at the end of the day when you've been pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. And then all of the kids are like, dad, 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 dad. All right. Carrie would say more than they say, dad, dad, dad. They say one other thing, even more than that. What do they say? Mom, 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 mom. <laughs> she's the, uh, she's the, the son in the center of our, in our family life. Everything, everything gravitates around her. She'll say that. She'll say, they don't come to you with their homework. They don't come to you when their clothes, they don't come to you when they have something, they come to me. Right. And it's the the pull, the pour out, the pull, the, and then there's the getting the chores done. Hey, you get in there. So then she'll come to me and say, I need your authority. Right. I need your authority. Because this son of yours, yes. this son yes. of yours is not upping his game. You need to step in there and use your authority to move him. Which, uh, which I want to say is so true. Yeah. It is so true. I mean, it's God has, has designed the family beautifully. And, um, and let me just say too, from my perspective of after, John died and being a single mom. So I walked that path. I I walked on that walk and I so appreciate the gift of fatherhood um, because there is a natural authority. And I so appreciate um, my husband, Jack, who um, I just, I, I call upon him all the time. Like Carrie calls upon you. Um, 
and I just watch his natural authority. Although I have to say in our family, part of our problem is neither of us are big disciplinarians, but I have to put my foot down. He has a harder time. <laughs> so do you know what we, in our home, we call that the connector and the corrector, okay. right? Who's the yeah. connector? Who focuses on the relationships? Who's the nice yeah. guy? And who's the corrector yeah. that says, up your game, you yeah. have to get in line and you've got to do your job. And it's like, honey, yeah. mercy. No, honey, justice, right? Yes, so. mercy and justice. And it's not always the same parent for the same situation. Yep, it's true. So it's a gift. It's a gift because we're, we all need each other. Yeah. We're all inadequate. It's just well, like our relationship with God. It, we're so inadequate. We are. We we, and, 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 and you know what? That if you, if you think that you're adequate, have a bunch of kids. And then you, yes. it'll be, you'll be totally exposed. You're totally humbled. Totally exposed. <laughs> so, um, yes. so Angela, again, this is Angela Conley. I'm uh, interviewing today. It's a delight to talk with you, Angela, about your book, The Crowded Table. It's available on Amazon.com. It's available at Walmart.com. It's a great book. It's a gift to the moms in your life. And uh, I really hope and pray that you will uh, be able to uh, get that book. Angela, thank you for taking the effort and the time to write it. And um, I've got to, I've got to go being beckoned by my wife right now because we're going to head out to mass. So okay, um, give her a hug from me and tell her that she is an amazing woman of an amazing crowded table and she needs to write for the next book. Amen. We'll do that. We will commit to doing that. Angela, thank you for the time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And Bye happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Tom. Okay. Bye.